already overmodulated because I was so excited to get back to it. Uh, I've been missing my girl. She's texting as I'm no, uh, burying my soul. Uh, who am I? Oh, it's so crazy that you asked. My name is Al Jackson, father of three, faithful co-host of Daily Blast Live, stand-up comic for 18 years. Mm. We're going to lock in on that one. Yeah, 119 yes. years of this You're feels like, like and looks like. Black don't crack, but it weathers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are also joined by the incredible, not one. A lot of people got one Emmy. Yeah, some people have two. I don't have any. Not many people have three. Three time Emmy winning producer, <laughs> Mr. Chris Clark, is in the building. Chris, it's good to see your face. How are you? Good to see you. Oh. Good to have you back. Thank you. Thank Dude, you. It's so Thanks weird. I just, I miss you guys. And such a weird, like, I shouldn't feel like this at 46. I should be dead inside. Mm. Uh, but I, I miss Chris. And you know who I miss the most of this to this? Oh, my God. More than The two-time surviving champ. That's what I call her. She was on Survivor not once but twice. And she's still here to tell the story. She was on The Amazing Race. But she's here every damn week. And you love her even more every time you hear that melodic voice. Give it up for Mrs. Corinne Kaplan. Corinne, how Thank are you? you? I lost a million dollars three times. Oh, well, see, not many people can say that. I know. Yeah. I know. How many? I think a lot of people, I think in the United States, you just want a shot. That's what the, I think this country is just like you have a chance to do something. Yes. I just, I hope, I, I, I always wonder if my reality days are behind me or what the next move is. I 60 sort of days get, in. Yeah, that is that is so my next. Do you ever move. think you'd make it in show business to the point where like you're? It, it's almost like a shitty LA figure of speech. It's like you couldn't get booked on a show where you went to jail. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, Jesus, it's 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 a hard business show. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am. And really quickly, if anybody has any connections at A and E for sixty days in, I couldn't think of a better. And listen, let's be honest, everything happens through nepotism and connections. So if mm -hmm. you guys know somebody or know somebody, or maybe your sister fucked a guy who said he knows somebody mm -hmm. in A and E, uh, you know, yeah, put us in touch. Um, so I am very excited to be back. It, this is the longest I think we've gone between podcasts. Um, you guys won't notice a difference because we were smart enough to bank, but it has been almost like 10 days since we podcasted last. Which is a long And time. that's the longest we've we've gone since like December. By the you way, you see each other you're, you're you the way you're using the word podcast is the way like a sex therapist would have us use yeah. instead, instead of sex because it like uh, affects my self-esteem mm -hmm. like and that's you know we call my erectile dysfunction my podcast like yeah. we've gone 10 days without a podcast yeah. so i'm really proud of al we're working together working your steps yes um so i'm going to catch you up on all things this is what's going to look like today i'm going to talk to you a little bit about salt lake because i have a story that i am i just full body cringing over it is I, I, you'll hear. Um, then I'm going to talk a little bit about, I saw my parents in upstate New York and then I went to the wedding that I've been hyping up for months now. We've been leading up to this yes. up to like Sammy's last ditch. Yes, I know. Like, this has been like a month buildup. Yes. So I'm going to give you the it's like season four, the morning show. I know. And, and you're going to have to understand when you listen to me telling you about the wedding, this is coming from someone who I have only been to under five weddings in my life of those. Three of them were massive celebrity weddings, so they don't really count because, like, that shit doesn't look like, you know, when a certain group couple got married, they had John I hope Legend. I say this for the speech at Sammy's wedding. <laughs> Usually, everybody yeah. here is famous, so uh, this is weird for me too. I don't guys. understand why we're allowed to have our phones at this <laughs> wedding. Yeah, I was like, why are there children? Um, yeah, my friends got married, and there was a floating piano with John Legend playing on it. Uh, Luda did their entry walk in, like. 
I've been to like weddings, yes. crazy ass weddings. So when I tell you about the wedding, you have to envision it as somebody who like, this is like their first wedding ever, right? Yeah. I've only been to my cousin, my brothers, and then three famous people's weddings. Yeah. So, all right. Your so, first regular folks wedding. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't technically my first. Jean wedding. shorts appropriate. Yeah. They have to be white. Yes. So um, then we're going to talk. I have, I got to see Eliza. If you guys don't know, that's my amazing race partner. I talk about her all the time on here. She came and to Daily Blast Live guest. Oh my God. Yes, that's right. Shout out. Yeah. She was great. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's really good on TV. Um, so she recorded a response to, it's a follow-up on something that I'll remind you of when we get to it. Um, but it was really cool of her to do. I'm uh, excited. Unprompted. Um, and then we'll get into listener emails. So you ready to go? Uh, I'm ready. And you left off one very important thing. Sure. Uh, and it makes me wonder if you guys are listening to the pod because uh, as somebody that listens to them multiple times to edit, uh, I teased that I had a nickname for you. Yes. And uh, do you want to do you want to start with that? I think we should kick it off because okay. I it, it's like, uh, yeah, obviously, you don't know what's going on with politics, uh, but, <laughs> no. you know, uh, Trump could have he's on trial and he could have chosen a jury or a judge trial where like you have 12 people or just the judge picks. And so I'm debating, Wait, Chris. Back it up. OK. So I am found guilty or innocent and I get to pick if it's 12 people or just one. Right. But it's a risk. How come you get to pick? I don't know. Why wouldn't everyone just, does everyone get to pick or he just gets to pick because he's Trump? I think everybody gets to pick. Style case, it's a civil trial. Yeah, it's a uh -oh. civil trial. So I don't well, know. Well, offhand, what would you do? I thought about that during the show because we talked about it well, because if you have a judge, they've probably made up your, their mind after they read the case. So as soon as you start talking, you could have, you've won or lost. But 12 people, all you need is one dumbbell. And especially when you're talking about fraud stuff, New York City money, they don't understand. You're like 12 billion, 6 billion, 3.9. All you need is one dummy. Do I get to know if the who the judge is ahead of time? I assume you know. Yeah. It's not like uh, the mass singer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, easy then. If it's a female judge, I'm going with the jury. If it's a male judge. I'm going with the, the judge. And also, if I am actually innocent, I'm going judge because juries are dumb. And right. I think they, they could get that wrong. A judge should get that right. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, if I, I'm guilty, I maybe with I'm a jury going just because like one in 12 people in this country support Trump. Somebody in there. Well, I don't understand how ev wouldn't everyone on the jury already know who Trump is. Yeah. But I think is Kimmy Schmidt on the jury. Like, how do you get a <laughs> like, how do you get a juror? That's She's unbreakable. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, how would you not know who he is? Well, anyway, he okay. chose a judge. And well, the reason I brought up weird. to to make that this full uh, go around is like, I'm going to hit you with the nickname. No, sorry. Yeah. But I am not confident in your reaction to okay. it. Okay. And if you shoot it down immediately, I'm willing for it to be shot down. If Chris and we are going to put a poll on uh, our Instagram and website. And if the people shoot it down and you shoot it down, okay. But if the people are for it, okay. And only you are not with it. Jesus. Then it's this is very, for those of you who are Survivor fans, this is very reminiscent of when Philip Shepard gave me a nickname. I don't even remember what the hell it was. But it was very dumb. Anyways, okay. I hope it's not that. All right. Because <laughs> he, he then called, without my permission, just called me that in every interview. Without like, your permission? The, the, oh, the dominatrix. That's what he called me. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, Did, right, guys? Do dominatrix? Yeah, he gave everybody in our alliance like a nickname because he was trying to brand shit. And I was like. <laughs> That's super whack. Really? By the way, I went to go see a dominatrix when I was on the show Blind Date. And I had, I remember at crunch. One, yes. Fitness. One of the most legendary hangovers of my life. And she was making me do push ups. And I'll never forget how I feel. I felt like a Navy SEAL that mm -hmm. was about to crack. Uh, but anyway, here's my nickname. I'm oh. going to pause right here for a little drum right there. 
And your new nickname is Cookie. Oh, Cookie? <laughs> like uh, Shaq's wife? No, whose wife was Cookie? Yeah, no. Cookie. No, Magic's wife. Magic, yeah. But just like it, Coco, it, and it just makes me, like your personality is very much like you're a really sweet person. Uh, too much can get you sick. No. Honestly, like Cookie is like such a good, it's like, I feel like you're just a sweet person. And it's like everybody, go, oh, Cookie's on her way. I don't think most people describe me as a sweet person. I think you're sweet. Uh, yeah, maybe it's an edible. Yeah, in a cookie that's <laughs> it seems okay going down, and then you're like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> you didn't tell me. Uh -huh. That's the thing we were doing. The uh, we obviously they they opened up the sphere in Vegas uh, with YouTube performing. I don't know if you saw the clips. It looks uh, amazing. That I saw. Yeah, that's not political. I saw that. Like, weren't you, I was sitting there thinking, would this be too much if you're on drugs? It that was my question because it was a lot just watching it yeah, wearing a like, suit and tie. Right, right. Through my phone. Agreed. It looked cool as shit. I mean, I loved when I was a kid, I grew up with a planetarium. We went there all the time. Right. I loved that. Yeah. That was my thing was like they should just open it. Like, of course, they have to get the programs for everything, but like during the day, if they had like uh the solar system in there where you could just go in there during the day and I'm like sure they're going to do that, right? They're gonna it's gonna they're gonna meow wolf that. Like that's gonna be a yeah, but do they want to? Because I remember I've performed in Vegas many times and usually like you'll do a headline and set in Kansas City and they're like 45, 50 minutes, whatever. In Vegas, they're like, uh, can you do a tight 18? And you're like, what? 18. Because they don't want people in there. They want them on the floor. Uh -oh, right, if you I did see. 23 minutes and got off stage, they would be looking at you like, the fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, do you understand you how much money, money mm. you've cost us by having 300 people in here instead of out there? Well, so yeah, I love that's I don't think that you open. brought up Vegas headlining comedians because that leads me into my first story. All right, let's do so, it. So as you guys know, I go to Salt Lake for work about once every three weeks, three to four weeks. I love Salt Lake. It's my second home. I'm very comfortable there. Um, one of the things I've mentioned before, I stay in a Marriott that if I can, unfortunately, the conferences sometimes that are there, they sell out, right? The, yeah. the, the Marriott goes first. And the then, conferences. Yeah, these just... fucking aromatherapy conferences. So I say on a good weekend or not weekend, but, you know, trip to Salt Lake. I'm at the Marriott connected to City Creek, which is a whole shopping center within the shopping center. In addition to the Nordstrom, which is like the main pole. Right. And there's like a free people and an anthropology and other stores I like. And if I haven't said this, what before, is anthropology sale? Um, it's like a upscale, more expensive urban outfitters, like funky. I don't know. It's expensive there, but they have great stuff. I have lots of stuff from anthropology okay. but the reason you i like it me what they sell but okay. i i know well no it's keep going we'll close okay that's all i, I didn't i didn't oh, know what they, they also sell some bedding some candles but oh, mostly okay. clothes all right um and i don't know if they have men's clothes i think just female um but the reason that i prefer like obviously those stores exist here in actually cherry creek here um is because everything in salt lake the things that go on sale in salt lake are the things people there aren't wearing which are all the whore clothes i wear so everything oh. i like is always on sale like it's everything on the clearance rack is just stuff that i you know i don't wear i don't know turtlenecks and you know like i i haven't seen your winter gear yet yeah so i'm very curious it looks just like my summer gear except i throw a fur on with it <laughs> i love it yeah so I have that New getting York my, mentality. Like getting like, out of the cab in the 80s. Yeah. coat nothing underneath it out of a yellow cab. Mm -hmm, uh -huh. Exactly. So, all right. So one of the big gets that is like very difficult to find, you know, I love a Dillard's clearance. There are none in Salt Lake. What they have is called <laughs> a Macy's edit. So inside Macy's, 
in like the Anne Frank department. Like I'm talking impossible to find up a stairwell, make a left, make another right. Then there's like a red rope. Like No talking past this point. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, Shh, everything's five dollars like it's just a crazy i've seen one of those yeah yes because i took photos because i was like what the fuck, yes, is, what the fuck is Chris? This? it looks like somebody went to that part of the store and, and stirred just, it up with yes. a stick right it's just they shit just, everywhere just, there, there's no oh my god i just connected with yes. you oh my god yes so there's just like you know a tupperware and then a shoe and then a foreman yeah, grill yeah. yeah so a spatula yes doesn't know what the fuck they're doing i don't know what i <laughs> So I had never seen this before. And I stumbled upon a Macy's edit. I love that you know what this is. I was really losing it. Oh, my God. So I stumble upon this Macy's edit once because I don't actually prefer a Macy's. I don't love Macy's. But I was really like I was in Salt Lake for a while and I had nothing else to do. And since my hotel's connected, I I stumbled upon this Macy's edit. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? So I just started cleaning house at this Macy's edit. So now when I go to town, like I have to hit the Macy's edit. All right. So at least my colleague has never heard of or been to one. So I'm very excited to do the unveiling. And I was like, listen, I don't want to oversell this because we could walk in and, you know, it it it, it looks like a hurricane hit. And this it is just really the does. street sweeper took everything. No, there's no staff back there. That's all, yeah. Nobody. It's no, 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 nothing. No. But they're just like, this whole rack, $8. And it's all shoes that are like $200. Like, but you, you have to wear, you know, a size 10.5. Yeah. Like, so anyway, blood on the bottom of it. It's fine. Yeah, Wipe so it off. I tell Elise, I'm like, all right, we're going to this Macy's edit. I, I give her the whole lowdown. We get there and it happened to be a very good day. I got a pair of leather pants for $12. Like, really? Yes. She's, I mean, she actually, she brought, she bought cookware. She, we, we were like strapped as to how we were getting everything back in our carry-ons. Like we were doing so well. Okay. So I'm walking out of Macy's edit with bags. She's, you know, right in front of me. She's got her Macy's edit bags. And I see out of the corner of my eye, I see a gentleman walking towards me. He's got a friend behind him. And as soon as I see him from maybe he's five feet from me, he has sunglasses on just because he had just walked in. Like he wasn't like trying to be cool. Right. I realize it is one of my favorite celebrities of all time. And when I say, I should clarify, I am very, you know, I'm like a nerd. I, I love stand up comedy and I right. love stand up comics, but I only like a few. And he's like tied for first place with, you know, Tom Segura. Wow. Right? And I love, love, love him. I love him so much that I'm subscribed to like his Facebook channel. Like anytime, like, you know, how Facebook, well, I don't even know what it's called, where they service out stupid video clips of stuff. Right. I'm only subscribed to two things, his, and then this guy who has a dad with Alzheimer's. I like to watch him. And that's it. I like, that's the only things I'm following on Facebook. Like I, I, I will, I have never missed one of his specials. I think he is one of the smartest comics of our day. I love, love, love him. Now, that being said, I'm going to tell you who it is, but he looks like every other random white dude in Salt Lake. Like he doesn't, and he, he's from, he lives in, in Tennessee. Nate Bargatze? Yes. That's my homie. I, okay, well maybe you can help because this is how it went down. I see him and I, in that split second, and you know, you, if you, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll hear me tell stories of like, hey, hang out with Mel Gibson or Vin Diesel. Or, I've had many, 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 many celebrities in my life. And I never, you know, other than this one Liam Neeson encounter, I have never had any encounter that I'm embarrassed about. Not one. I've always held my own. It's never been a big deal. Everything's cool. In this moment, I lose all sense of, because I have to reconcile in my brain, what is Nate doing in a Macy's edit in Salt Lake? What? And I'm, I, and Elise doesn't know anything's happening. So I just scream, Nate! Like a fucking deranged, like, like Andrew Kunanen and Versace. Like, what in the <laughs> fuck am I doing? So I startle him 
he like he like drops his glasses and he's like yeah and and now i'm so proud of myself that i recognized him because he really he doesn't he doesn't have like you know if you if you if a basketball player walks in you kind of know it's a basketball player you know like right. he's very unassuming you know what he looks like so elise doesn't know what's happening because she just hears me blood curdling scream nate now i don't say hey are you nate no i'm just like nate. and so he stops and i was like now i just stand there and i i can't think of anything to say because i now have his attention it is nate and now elise turns around and she just thinks i must know him which right. is confusing for her she's just standing there so then i fumble out with huge fan huge fan huge fan and so he just awkwardly his friend is like this fuck like like i think it seemed probably like his opening act with him no we're gonna get to that so he goes he puts his hand out because he's probably a little scared he puts his hand out to shake my hand and he's like it's always nice to meet a fan like and i i can't think what are you doing in a macy's edit do you have a show in salt lake i listen to nate land podcast i know you're launching a podcast network i like oh my god i know everything about this man i know his fucking daughter's name that introduces him like at every you know like i know everything about this comic and i have nothing i just stand there like an asshole with my hand out i shake his hand which is weird as shit <laughs> and then i just drop his hand and then like i about face i look at elise like save me do something and elise has no idea who he is yeah she's Doesn't, like save me she doesn't know what's going on so we start walking out and she goes so um because she heard me go huge fan 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 and she goes what was that and i was like it's your fault you stood here like a wall-eyed salmon you could have said i'm on survivor you could have said i have a podcast you could have done anything other than just stand there and she's like I don't know what that was. I don't know who that was. She goes, who is that? She goes, she goes, who's that Indian man? And I was like, Indian? <laughs> Nate is, now I'm aggressively showing her photos. I'm like, what are you talking about? He has blue eyes and he has a southern twang. She goes, I think he's Indian. I'm like, he's not he's Indian. Not. He's really not. And then I tell her his last name. She goes, that sounds Indian. I'm like, it's Italian. <laughs> anyway, I am now, I, I have become like in this shame spiral of like, how did I just fuck this up so badly? How, how, how? Do so you think it's because you got caught off guard? I think, yeah. I mean, that's definitely part of it. So now I immediately go to his Instagram because I actually, sadly enough, somewhat know where he is at on tour. And I was like, I don't think and he's And when in Salt he's not on tour, I still know where yeah. he is. He's not. He wasn't in Salt Lake. So that wasn't his opener. It wasn't one of the people on his podcast, the two schmoes he does the podcast with. Um, I don't know who the guy was, but he wasn't in Salt Lake. Like, I don't know if his flight got canceled and like he was stuck, but he wasn't playing. Like he wasn't doing a show in Salt Lake. Mm. Okay. So that wasn't it. So I decide, I don't know what the fuck to do. I am shame spiraling. So I slide into his DMs and I say, this is September 20th. The day I ran into him at 4.47 PM. I ran into him roughly around 1 PM. At this point, I'm in the airport and I'm I'm racking my brain out. I don't know if for anyone listening that watches Survivor, Albert Estrade, who was somebody on the show, I vaguely recalled new. I saw him in a picture with Nate once and I freaked out when that happened. This is years ago. I reached out to him first. I was like, listen, I hate to do this to you, but like, I I think, you know, Nate. And like, if you could just let Nate know that the person that accosted him at the Macy's edit today is actually your friend and like a normal person that was on survival. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know him like that. Like I have a friend that's really good friends with him. So like, I can't help you. And I was like, fuck. So I slid into his DMs and I said this, when I woke up this morning, I didn't assume I would see my favorite comic in a fucking Macy's in Salt Lake. 
I live in Denver. Yet here we are. Thanks for not panicking when I yelped your name like a crazy person. Now he has not seen or read this. If you know him and would like to reach out, I think he'll remember. Right. I think I'm, I'm a, I'll get blocked too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the girl that was wearing a gold brass knuckles ne necklace oh, like yeah. I am right now. <laughs> Did you have that on? Did you have a four finger ring on in the Macy's edit? I didn't. <laughs> um, Buying a, a broken foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> and I had bags like like Christmas. Like I had so I had bought so much stuff at this Macy's edit and I just fuck, I don't know what happened to me. I feel like uh, a lot of people tour the country and go like to, you know, they, them and their dad, when he retires, they hit all 30 baseball parks. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, some people will go see all the wonders of the world. I think somebody needs to hit every Macy's edit because my daughter and I uh, hit one when we were in New York when I was doing dropping her off at the NYU uh, program this summer. And I, we were looking for an umbrella. I, does anybody know that it's impossible to find an umbrella? It's imp They're nowhere. They're nowhere i don't know because I, I have i have two in my car i have i travel with one i have so many but i don't ever like but where'd you get them my mother yeah or bank of america yeah you don't they're not they're <laughs> no we, they just appear we check macy's we and we're yeah uh, we're we're basically in yeah, gramercy there was yeah. nothing union square no nothing. umbrellas and it was poor and crazy <sighs> that day so we end up uh first of all we went to a five below which i had never been inside of one of those i've seen them if you love a macy's edit I feel like Five Below is your really? mecca. Listen, I always thought it was like adjacent to Burlington Coat Factory. No, boo-boo. Five Below, $5 and below. That's what it stands for? Yes. Oh, my God. Is. I thought it was a children's store. But there's like, so much dope shit in there. You can get there. They got food. Is it really $5 and below still? For the most like part, the dollar yeah. For some, not? No, some stuff is like 10 but most stuff is 5 and below. And it's like Well, anything. I need to compare at. Was it previously... Much more expensive, or is it only worth? No, $5? no. You know what? It, it's it's kind of like it's overseas um, electronics, everything from overseas. So like, there's like candy in there. Wait, there's chargers, little desk lamps. Uh, what? Uh, there's Did neon, you know this, there's Chris? neon lights. Oh. Chris, I had never <laughs> it been. Never in a, occurred to me. That's, I I was there... so desperate to find uh, an umbrella. That's the only thing that took me in there. No one would ever go into a five below. But I mean, there was so much shit in there. It was like if you want to do Halloween shopping. You could knock it out. If you want to do like, what? oh, stocking stuff for stuff, five below. I am telling well, you. Well, I know where one is because I. Chris, I, can you pull the website up? A Sprouts that I go to all the time. Um, I'll check it out and report back. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, you would love it. I kind of want to go back. I don't know if there's any in, in Colorado, but I. Yes, I, there, I, I, there's I a that, five below next to the Sprouts I shop at. Where? It's further. It's next to the TJ Maxx I also shop at and the nail salon that's cheaper that I get pedicures at. Okay. And <laughs> they're all in a row. You're, but I've. TJ Maxx girl over Nordstrom Rack. What's, no. What's your ranking? TJ well, Maxx, Ross, Nordstrom Rack is, no, no, okay. Nordstrom Rack is the top there. It's not even like close. And then it goes TJ, then Marshalls, then Ross is at the bottom. See, I flip TJ's and TJ and Marshalls. Well, you can. Uh, they're the, they're the two are. middle kids that are going back and forth. Like sometimes one's fucking up in school. The other one's yeah. got a boyfriend you don't like. But they, they're kind but of Ross the same. is trash. Yeah. Ross is like if you need to have if you're going to go to like i'm going to a paint party or something yeah. you need like a black polo uh -huh. that's going to get paintballed yes. or something that's when you go to ross yeah white socks mm. bowling night yes ross i try never to go to a ross ross feels like i don't know how many active shootings have happened in a ross but it feels like that would be a place there's a sadness there really is it's too. really depressing and you know what it is with ross is it's Even fucked up they make bags are, like they're they're plastic bags they put your stuff in are kind of like chintzier well they make people feel bad because they like lock up the belts and stuff because i went oh, to yeah. one uh yeah, yeah, yeah. did i tell you i was playing a uh, matter of fact 
here in uh in in the great state of colorado i was playing a gig in uh colorado springs and uh i pulled into this parking lot and it was eight, eight o'clock showtime it's like 6 40 i'm running late i needed a belt because my pants were not i, I was going to hold them up mm. and uh i pull in sounds a, like you just needed new pants but go on it was just like sometimes okay men's pants now i don't care what we say fellas some of our pants are low-level jeggings Mm, we're yeah. like and then but they and they fit pretty good but then sometimes the waist goes and they're tight around your thighs but then they start to it's a mm. real bad look you got to get a belt and i pulled in the ross parked my car and i would say five seconds out of my car a minivan in the parking lot exploded <gasps> exploded like and mafia style i but it would this these people in this minivan would not have no there many, were people inside no it? no no whoever owned <laughs> okay. it but i mean it there were no fire trucks on the scene it had just happened i heard it from a, and it was like a sa saturday afternoon like still sunny out it was i mean and it destroyed the other two cars next to it yeah like i mean it was a crazy explosion uh it, yeah and i went into a ross and i was like everything in here is locked like the little four dollar 99 cent mm -hmm. belts are locked up i'm like that's a mentally they fuck with poor people like you don't even deserve this belt and we, we know you're gonna all try and know take it's this. not gonna be five yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, I don't have a good transition, but I'm really excited to well, talk about it. Well, I will try and reach out to Nate for you. I've known Nate for years. Well, he'll know who I am. Okay. That's for sure. You know that crazy girl you ran from? I can put you back yeah. in contact with her. <laughs> I really I was just hoping I I knew there was a shot in the dark because he has so many followers on Instagram that like he's never gonna see this message. But if he did see the message, then he'd see that I'm verified, and I don't know why that makes me less weird. And I don't I can't explain my behavior. I'm embarrassed, really embarrassed. Um, so anyways, two other embarrassments. Um, I So I went to my parents, see my parents upstate in New York, and then I was heading to the Berkshires for the wedding that I have been hyping for months now. So I consider her a little sister, my girl, Sammy, who we just did the review of the fish bachelorette party. Right. I she, like Sammy. Yes, Sammy's the best. Um, she, I mean, she invited you to her wedding. No, you told me day of. Because I was like, I would have gone to the wedding. And you're like, oh, she invited you. Oh, that's news to me. I, what I the just, F? I just said no on your behalf. Um, so I wanted to go. So I haven't been to a wedding sober. That'd be different. I don't think anyone at this wedding was sober. I know. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me just get to the preamble. So I'm with my parents in upstate New York. And I have the outfit that you guys know that we talked about, the plunging neckline. It's a velvet. The Doja Cat. The Doja Cat. Now, I'm going to show you what the actual Doja Cat looked like. But I realize it's very cold. By the way, I flew up. My parents have a boat. I brought all bathing suits and bathing suit cover-ups. And it was 55 degrees and raining. And I start getting a little panicky about the outfit I'm going to be wearing to the wedding. Because, like, I didn't really have a contingency. There was no jacket involved. Did you bring a fur? Well, no. So what I did was I went antiquing until I found a fur and I found a mink stole. And I'm going to show you what the outfit looked like. I'm going to let you explain it to the viewers yes. or listeners rather because they can't see it. Because I don't really know what a stole is, but I think when I see it, I'll know. Um, it. I'm going to show you. So. Oh, okay. It's my mother said this is a shrug. It can be a stole, but it's it's. Yeah, she's got it. Uh, okay. So she's got on the when when I say plunging, I mean. To the belly button. Yeah, but yeah, but plunging I thought came to a V. This just stops because of laws. <laughs> yeah. And uh you look lovely. She's got on a a plunging black uh form fitting uh jumper that little Kim had on in the uh Anaconda poster. And she's got uh a clutch with her, a black uh looks like Louis mm -hmm. clutch. I see you. 
uh black shoes with uh the toes pointing out for everybody that's uh following those your... were not the shoes i was intending i have hot pink slows but i was like it's too it's too rainy and cold like i'm gonna ruin these it's a beautiful picture and the stole you have on is uh chestnut brown uh it... we'll put this all on instagram yes. but yes and it really just so... covers your really your biceps and yes. your your shoulders it's, and your clav is exposed yes so it's not it's not a jacket it's are it's you aware shrug. that there are men that are in clav oh i did not know that until like the last that's no. why i wonder chris is nodding his head i did i didn't i've never heard a dude and then the last couple weeks i've heard dudes say i need to see some clav interesting they look at that i mean if okay. you think about it it's like having defined cheekbones being able to See your clav yeah. is like, yeah, but I, that's why I wonder why you wore that because it was very clav defining. <laughs> that's like when a guy doesn't wear a sleeveless t shirt and he's like, oh, it's, it's all I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've yeah, been yeah. doing some curls, bro. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> so I decided I'm, I'm, you know, so I got lucky. I mean, I went to, oh my God, I made my parents for a week straight. I slept. I love antiquing anyway. But every time we went somewhere, all I was doing was looking for furs. And I know there are people listening. They're like, why are you wear furs? Guess what? That animal is not coming back. This is a mink stole. I mean, you know, the, the originals, they have, it said Joanne in the lapel, like sewn in, because, you know, that's how they did it back in the day. This is a very dead mink. By the way, I think that's the animal rights people's whole point, is that the animal's dead. And yeah, that's... well, he's not coming back to life, so okay. might as well but use it. But I don't it. think they want the animal to be killed. Right, well, what's done is done. <laughs> so, anyways, I was aware I could be walking to a wedding where someone was going to be like, fuck you, you know? Right. It doesn't matter to me. And then, um, okay, so we go, we're going antique store to antique store. And my father, every store keeps looking at, I'm going to use this word because it's the only word I could think, daggers, like knives that right. are like daggers. Right. And he just keeps, I hear like out of the corner of my ear, like. Wait, I'm, what separates a dagger from a knife in your mind? It's like the shape of it. Like a knife is like straight on one side and then serrated on one side. All right. A dagger's like all serrated. Okay. So I think I'm using it properly. I think I see what I you're saying what on both Idaho sides. I know murder stu students were murdered with. Jack you have on brass knuckles around your neck. I would think you would. Yeah, I know. You look like I'm you're. Not, you look I'm like not. you're a receptionist for the yeah. A team. I would think you know all yeah. weapons. I forgot I had these on. Yeah, I love this it. Is, it's super so hot. My when my best friend Joyce passed away, I asked if I this was she always wore these. Yeah. So I asked for them. Um, that with a black leather jacket would look so hot. Yeah. Super I was just having like a rough morning, and mm -hmm. I was like, um, before I went to work this morning, I was like, I'm gonna put these on and just see. Anyone notices? Yeah. No one did all day. I, I was at Denver Health today. I was at University of Colorado Hospital. Nobody said anything. Anyways, all right, I digress. So my father just keep. I keep seeing him go to like a glass cabinet because that's where they keep the daggers at these antique stores. And he's like, mm, Dale, what do you think of this one? And she's like, No. And then what about this one? No, that's too expensive. And I'm like, Finally, I'm like, What the fuck is going? Because my father's never hunted in his life. Right. I mean, the most he and did. And that's not for hunting. I, I just was like, what like is going on? to assassinate going? a king. Do you want to know what was happening? My father's going as Peter Pan to Halloween. He doesn't like the plastic dagger that comes in the little janky Halloween costume. And he wanted a real one. Yes, his costume would look real nice in the emergency room, <laughs> yeah. which is 100% where that's going to end up. And then if I may, I thought this was genius. They aren't doing this because my mom shot it down. But, you know, they've been they've had their Halloween costume for months now. And they had a, a you know a full try on. My mother is Tinkerbell. My father is Peter Pan. I'm gonna go out and say that like you know my parents just started involving themselves in Halloween. They don't understand that like that's a pretty cliche costume. There's gonna be a lot of Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. Now I don't know how many are 70 doing it right. <laughs> yeah. I mean my father's in tights and my mother's in tights. My father's idea was he wanted to switch it. He wants to go as Tinkerbell and she goes as Peter Pan. 
because it'd oh, be like fun. I like And that. I was like, I love that idea so much. My mother wasn't having it. Oh. She didn't want to do it. But anyways, he's gotten a real dagger, apparently. Wow. For the other Maybe wife. he didn't like the way that argument went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. Wave that dagger around. It's like, so, hey. Yeah, by like the fifth antique store, I was like, all right, I got to ask. What are we getting a dagger for, guys? Well, tell us, did he find, did he get a dagger? Um, not while I was with him. I don't know if he did when I left because they were there for several more days. I would assume the hunt has not ended. Wait, now, do you have a Halloween costume? Or... I have something in the works. I, it's not quite there yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, TBD. Um, do you, do you go all out for Halloween? I do. Have we ever, we have, we've never, we didn't know each other last Halloween. So like, I don't know how you do it. The hell was, oh, last Halloween I was, I had the, the mean girls, but the full, um, head brace. Her oh yeah. Yeah. Where she puts flowers around the head, the neck brace. Oh yeah. Last okay. year wasn't, I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't like my best ever. And to, uh, to uh, full disclosure today is national mean girls day. It's October yeah, 3rd. How right. does a black man know that? I don't know. I'm like really like Jonathan Bennett, get another job. Yeah. Jonathan Bennett's the homie. Yeah. I know. I knew guest. it when I was we should get him on. I don't great. know what he talks about other than the, no, he had two lines in Mean Girls. I've, I've, I've hung out with John. He's, he, yeah, but he, what he's is he doing? It. Does he he's act He's hosting anymore? four shows. Well, I've never heard any of yeah, them. Yeah. Well, oh, that's not a great comeback. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah. Whatever happened to that slide from my school? Yeah. She's vice president. Oh, well, well uh, I haven't noticed. Yeah. I haven't seen any bills passed. <laughs> that's all you have. <laughs> my, it's like, it's not good enough for no, career. No, Justin um, okay. is doing great. So. <laughs> Since we were, we're, we're getting back into the wedding. Okay. So I want to set this up for everyone because I think this is, this is going to give all the swimmers hope. This is for all of you that write in. I, I just told you how I slid into Nate's DMs. You guys know the only DMs to remind you, the only DM I've ever slid into was, of was an actor, Tommy Dewey, who just will not play ball. Right. Um, but that I don't really slide into DMs. Tommy Dewey's like an original OG of this podcast. Yeah. We were talking about him. Go like, back and listen. Yes. Yeah, if you want. Even um, the lost episode. He did read and respond and he watches all my stories, but he is not trying to kick it in that way. Also, whatever. Go back and listen. You'll hear the stories. So I want to set this up for you. Sam was with somebody else. They broke up and it was like beginning of December 20, we were going into 2020. I know this because I did the countdown for New Year's Eve at Bigsby's Folly. That's great. Yes. And I asked, they were like, well, can we just like ask, like, what, what are you thinking of saying? And I was like, 2019 was a dry hand job. Hope 2020 uses lube. And they were like, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> please don't ever. It's a black tie affair. Like, yeah, please don't. So anyways, I don't remember what I said, but I said something not this super offensive. Florida stage. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> going into 2020, 20, we didn't, we didn't know at that point that three months later, it was going to be a disaster. Right. So I have Sam, I'm so excited. Sam moves into my building. She moves out with her boyfriend. She moves into my building. And so I'm going to like have her like a floor away from me in my actual building. And I'm so excited. And I'm like, we're, we're on New Year's Eve. She's like, I said, I, I can't, I'm so excited to have single Sammy. Like you're never single. And she's like, I think I've started dating someone. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. She slid into a DM. Now this was actually in, she sent me the exact verbiage. Thank you, Sammy. But it was in her now husband's speech. The most successful slide of all time. Of all time. Now I will preface this with, I mean, honestly, her grammar is great, but she believes, so it came in at like, she sent it at like 3.37 in the morning, something like that. And she was high as shit on Ambien. Now she's much better on Ambien than I am, which we'll get to that in a second. Um, so she's, she, this is her best friend growing up's older cousin. 
that she just had been around from time to time at like family functions and always thought he was hot. So she sends this. Hi, it's late. I know. But I wanted to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to tell you something and hopefully talk to you one day in the future. This is as me merely take this as me merely wanting to get to know you better, considering I barely know you. Have you and Cass separated, taken time apart? If so, I am very interested in you. So he was married, but like in the process of a separation. Did she know that or she was hoping? I think she half knew it, judging from this. She said, I don't expect to get too in-depth about anything over messages. I just want you to know I've been thinking about you a lot. Depending on where you're at in life, let me know if you have any interest to connect. When the time is right, timing is everything. Also, no worries if you don't want to. Just let a girl down gently. Hopefully talk soon, Sam. That's what I get the chills. That's what she sent into Alex's DMs. On Amber. He he responded. They began dating in March of 2020 when the pandemic hit. She broke her lease, moved to the Berkshires to be with him. Where the hell were the Berkshires? Black people don't go there. Fucking far. They're an hour from Hartford Airport. I'll give you that. Lost us there. Yeah. Yeah. They're also an hour from the Albany Airport, another place with only white people. Um, so she she now it's been, you know, four years later. She's she married him. This past Saturday. And that Congrats. is the most successful thirsty DM I have ever heard sent. And it was just to the right person. And he he referenced it in his vows. Like he was like, I was, you know, it was really a hard time for me. I'm, you know, they have a child together and him and his wife are separating and divorcing. And it's just a rough time. And he's stuck. I mean, I don't know if he would say stuck, but because you can't, he had, they have a kid. And so they, he can't leave the Berkshires and there's nothing there. It's a tiny little right. podunk vacation town. And here comes Hot Sam, who's, much younger than him. Like, wow. I'm thinking about you. Why don't we? Wow. Yeah. I, that's like one of those things where you're like, this is, is this a scam? What is this? What is she doing? Cause I, my self esteem is if I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. What are you going to come up here and get my passwords? Yeah. And yeah. No. Yeah. Cause that's, that's a She threw him a lifeline. And I think the fact that he mentioned it in his vows, that's not like telling your boys like, yo, look, I got this hot chick. It's like, that was a person that was, on the brink because you're like this i'm i'm attached because of this kid that i love to somebody that i don't know if it was messy or not but i'm assuming it wasn't great with the divorce i don't think any divorces are great yeah and and for her to to step in and like be that ray like hey old sammy's coming you know 18 wheeler of fineness i mean it was wild the I was on whatever just highway like, you take to get there she was getting out of like a long-term relationship where she lived with someone i was like can't you just be single for a minute but this was her person. I mean, they're madly in love. And it was it was very, uh, again, I don't go to weddings. So I, I so, some of it, like, for me feels like, uh, like, I don't, I, I don't like being around that much mushy stuff, you right. know? I mean, his daughter, who I, I've never seen anything like this. I will put some videos up because I would love for her to go viral. I don't think I can make her go viral. But um, his daughter, who is, Aaliyah is, I want to say nine, maybe at most 10, might be nine. She for her wedding present to so she's half black. Why? Because I can't tell how old you. No, Aaliyah. Oh, no, <laughs> no very white. Um, for are there her, a lot of white Aaliyahs? I don't think there are any. Okay. In fact, when she told me that his stepdaughter was named Aaliyah, I was like, after Aaliyah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> was Beyonce not an option? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> those are his other kids. Yes. So she <laughs> got up the, the, the Friday night. They did like a dinner. We all stayed on premise in this like adorable little inn. There was this dinner and her gift to her dad and her, you know, now new stepmother, she sang the Taylor Swift song lover with a full band fully on key, 
not nervous at all, and absolutely brought the house down. And I had no idea. The child is very shy, extremely well-behaved, nothing like Drew. Um, totally not. Like, I... I have met her several times and like this time when I saw her, I was like, hi, Leah, do you remember me from, you know, when you were here? And she's like, it's nice to see you. You know, like she's real. I mean, I right. couldn't even possibly for a million dollars, I couldn't have assumed she would get up and she absolutely killed she it. She can sang? Yes. Like, like sang, sang? Perfectly on key. And she just sang and it was just incredible. Was everybody crying? Not me, or, but yeah, yeah, everyone else. You didn't cry at the wedding? I did not. I was I was pretty sad about my own lot in life actually during the wedding. Oh. <laughs> if I was gonna cry, it would have been for myself. Yeah, I cried while swiping. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> um, I did actually swipe and match with several cute guys in the Berkshires, but I just had like no. Was everybody on travel mode? <laughs> no. Uh... Do people live there? So I was. So to be fair, there are some towns that are like thirty miles out that were like matching with me. No, oh, I don't know. Great, who... you're in a town thirty. Yeah, miles I was like, out. what am I even going to do with that? Go there and fight the locals in a yeah. bar that's got saloon doors. And that's with that. a guy named Wilson. There we go. And he was cute. Um. All right. So going into the wedding, ahead of the wedding, and you're going to have to go to Patreon to hear the the end of the story because I'm just going to give you the beginning. There is Alex has a best friend who is black. I think probably mixed. Okay. But dreadlocks, like, and I have been hearing about this guy. For a year. He lives in Aspen. So available geographically, sort of, right? Right. And dating pool of one. Yeah. Sam was just like, I think you will really like Alex's best friend. And I was like, okay, like I don't like don't like set it up so like I'm going into the situation. Right. And like and you're he's beholden. the only single person at the wedding. Right. And I'm the only single person, whatever. And it turned out there was a couple other single girls, and we'll get to that in a second. So I am I have not actually formally met him yet. It's this first Friday night dinner. I know which one he is. Right. I know which one he is, right? He has like a high pony of dreads and he's the black guy at the wedding. Right. Which is great. I would love to hear like a liberal white person try and talk around his his features because they're we're so gonna, scared well we're gonna get yeah. to the opposite of that so alex has his mother is a, an absolute snl character she's incredible i she's much older and she finds me at the wedding and she's like i'm toby and i was like oh it's so nice to meet you she's like i'm alex's mom i was like great to meet you um and she said it i i just wanted to talk to you for a few minutes and i'm like me <laughs> me yeah okay and she goes listen I've been told that once you go black, you never go back. I haven't gone black, but you have the opportunity to. And I then get a 15-minute dissertation. She goes, I have been in love with him for 30 years. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, and I, if I had the opportunity, I, and I, she went on. And I was like, honestly, she got me kind of hyped. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. Like, she really made it seem like, like. Like she had this sage wisdom to give me. Yeah, this is bigger than you. Yeah. I'm living through you. Yes. And she was very much like, please report back. That's awesome. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm entertaining the idea. Well, you'll have to go to Patreon to hear what happened because. Um... I'll spoil it three way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. There it is. Um, I did not uh get him someone yeah, else well, did. okay we'll, we'll, we'll leave but it we're gonna that. keep that for patreon um and uh all parties involved i think uh are fine with well speaking story. of parties I... are we gonna get to the gala yeah oh yeah so okay so now um oh the... you were i didn't know i was trying to do a good transition and you were done oh no 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 i haven't gotten to the wedding this is just friday night oh I'm loving so it. saturday we wake up and it's again i have so little interaction with weddings the um the whole day is dedicated to like hair and makeup 
for the bride. And then she, she, Sammy is the best because she didn't have a traditional wedding. First of all, she had the train taken off of her gown. She did not have bridesmaids. So she just had her good friends, like, and some family members got their hair and makeup done. So, you know, at 10, 30 in the morning, we start drinking champagne and we start the process. I was about to ready. ask, what's the drinking sitch? What was it? What was the drinking sitch the night before? Uh, I would say aggressive. Okay. <laughs> That's the perfect <laughs> description for drinking. I yeah. Love, how yeah. would you describe the drinking? Uh -huh. Aggressive? Her, Polonius? Yeah. <laughs> Her dad, Mark, who is like a second father to me, brought this like incredible, extreme, it was 124 proof whiskey. And he was like, to me, because he knows I like, I fuck with like, He's he's an incredible his taste for alcohol. Like he and I like the same stuff. And he's like, I brought us something. And I was like, oh, let's see it. And he goes, and so I have important neat. And he goes, I'm not gonna let you drink this neat. And I was like, Oh, is it really expensive? He's like, Yes, but that's not why you can't drink it neat. It's extremely high proof. You will burn your esophagus. Holy Jesus. So it has to have like a certain amount of water mixed in with it. Not a lot at all. Um, but you, you cannot really drink it straight. You just can't. Um, it was incredible. Anyways, uh, so that's so Saturday we Wait, start. How much of that did you consume? Well, he had three bottles of it, and by the end of the weekend, there were zero bottles, and it was just Mark and I, I think, drinking it. Wow. Do you realize that six months had passed? <laughs> working there. I mean, it was manager. It was great because I'm so particular about alcohol that like it's hard for me. You know. Is this a, like a label that you can buy from the store? Or this is something that was fermenting underneath the shed. <laughs> no, you can buy it from where? It was I, the. Uh, it was like eighty dollars a bottle. Um, he went to a liquor store when he got to town and was like, "I'm gonna get something for a and I to enjoy." Um, and then our friend Stephen had some of it, so three of us were drinking it. Anyways, there was a whole kerfuffle at the actual wedding. I asked for a glass with ice, and I guess they got tipped off. Which why the fuck would they care? Sam paid for X amount of hours of open bar. If I'm drinking my own alcohol, that's good for you. It's not your alcohol. I'm drinking. Right. They were like, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to ask you what's going in this glass. And I was like, and thank God I can pivot on a dime like this. I was like, well, I'm sober and I'm going to put water in the glass, but I don't want everyone to know I'm not drinking. That's smart. I came up with it because I was like, are you fucking kidding? I'm getting the Grand Inquisition. Right. And then I went to Mark's table and he took it out from under the tablecloth. And then I'm walking around. Walked away and been like, Plus, I have cancer. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> well, then I'm just walking around <laughs> the glass of whiskey. The same bitch that asked me saw me later in the night. And I was like, <laughs> sobriety. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to it. <laughs> you know. 19 so, years down the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So wedding stuff. So we get ready. And at four o'clock, I go over to do. We do we're doing like family photos, like the, you know, a, a, like photos beforehand pictures. Yes. Yeah. But it's, you know, not everybody. It's just, um, some people that mm -hmm. get, go there for the pictures. So Sam, you know, there's a first look for her and her husband. Anyways, the point of the story is that when I got there, um, I, the, the initial family photos had been taken and we were onto the friend photos and I found out that drew refused all photos. Well, you said she's got a thing. She doesn't like photos and she was not fucking having it. And to Sam's credit, Sam's like, then get out of the photo. Like, I'm not doing this. She had 17 meltdowns. She was a mess. So she is the Anna Wintour of She preschool. is. I was like, wait, what do you mean? Because I remember hating during bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs that like when I had to go to family stuff, I always had to sit for like two hours of fucking pictures with my cousins and this and that. And there was no choice. That's what I, there yes. Was no choice. You, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm like, did these kinds of things were like, I don't like to be photographed. I don't like to be hugged. 
I, I get that. And I'm actually like, if a kid doesn't want to hug me, oh, I get that. Some people are not touchers and it probably starts at a young age. But I don't remember ever having a choice to even no. think about voicing no. my opinion on the world around me. No. Never in my life. So um, to her outfit, so I, I incorrectly identified it's not a suit. There were Burberry pants. Now they're sort of subtle because the top has a little bit of plaid, but she wore a cashmere sweater over them. So she's wearing a cashmere sweater and sort of Palazzo Burberry pants. There are, I have a five-year-old. This Yes, she's a five-year-old. Sorry, we should always describe five years old. This is what she was wearing. Anyways, now comes to the, for the actual ceremony. This is what happens. Julie, her mother, her grandmother and grandfather, and her two aunts, Sammy and her sister, Dara, are all walking in the ceremony. Dara is actually doing the, what do you call the MC of it? Arbitrator? Officiator, officiator, arbitrator. Ar it's like yeah, they're getting divorced and yeah. married at the same time. <laughs> so there was no one to watch Drew. So Julie's like, okay, so you'll take care of Drew for the ceremony, right? And I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I don't know that I have the same style of uh, parenting as you guys do. And she was like, I don't care what you do, but she's got to sit with you because she can't. We're walking; it's a ceremony, and she can't. She refused to be a flower girl. There were four flower girls. She's not a flower girl. And so uh, so they tell her she has to sit with me, which she's not happy about. But I I bring her down there and I said, I need you to understand it's Sam's day. You're not going to disrespect Sammy by acting a fool. If you act crazy, I'm going to have to take you out. And you don't want to do that because this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. You're talking to her like this is good fellows. Yeah. I, like, like, hey, listen, I am not. There will be no tantrum. And if I tell you she sat perfectly still. At one point she couldn't see. I put her on my lap. She sat on my lap. This is the girl that will not give me a hug. But maybe it's because you semi-introduced my tactic of yes. speaking to her firmly and stop caving like a stepmom that's mm -hmm. like scared of her well, of her real mom. I used this tactic, which I thought I, I thought at first she wasn't going to know what it was. And I was like, I need you to pinky swear that you are not going to throw a fit during this because I am not going to be cool about it. And she was like, okay. And I said, do you know what a pinky swear is? And she's like, yeah. And so she pinky swears me and she didn't say, the only thing she did is she whispered about every five minutes or so, is it over? When is it going to be over? Wow. That's it. She sat, she was a perfect angel otherwise. And yeah. that, that is the only time she was decent. The rest of the time she threw a fit for most of it. Like, well, give me an example of a fit she was. I'm I have video of one this. of the fits. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, she just, she will, she goes from zero to full meltdown with totally fake crying and loud as shit. Um, instantly. I mean, I have actually I have two videos, so I'll share these, uh, with her mother's consent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So lastly, I wanted to talk line dance. You guys know there was a mandatory flash oh, mob. We've been talking about this okay. damn line dance. So I learned it. I spent four days learning it. Like my dad made me rehearse it every night. Was there a kickball change? There was a kickball change. Yes, there was. Um, so I learned the dance. Okay. Now what I was not told is this is, I'm going to ask you, both of you, when do you think that this dance was going to take place? When, so obviously, okay, they get married, the ceremony cocktail. Now we go up to the room where there's, you know, music and stuff. How many hours in or how, where do you think the dance would take Middle place? Middle of the reception. Middle. That would be a good guess in you. I was, I was going to say to kick the reception off. Literally the first fucking thing. She didn't tell any of us that. So all of a sudden the song comes on. They're like, and the, the new couple, they come in and then the song just starts. And I was like, the fuck? what so we like run out um and i nailed it 
Okay. And there is video. Okay, we'll explain. And I was it was the it was the uh Saturday night Yes, fever. it's the Saturday Night Fever dance, and there's actually an instructional video. And Sammy sent out the like the verbal description. Mm -hmm. I could do it. I mean, I could definitely do it for you. I could also tell it to you. Back two, three. What well, front two, three? Right two, three. <laughs> Left two, three. Kickball change. Kickball change. Skater, 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 skater. John Volta. John Travolta. John Travolta. John Travolta. Eight of those, and then roll two. Chicken two. Heel toe turn. That's the thing. Okay. Oh, so got it. I so anyways, um, I see why the woman on Dance Moms was mean to yeah. keep from that happening. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. You had to scream somebody's self-esteem away. So um, I, yeah, it was so much fun. I think everything went off like exactly as she wanted it. And luckily the rain stopped um, and it was like beautiful and just amazing. Is it more romantic to get married in sunshine or rain? Because everybody gets a sunshine wedding. It's like, oh God. Trust me, right. this would have been shit in rain because there was it would have been a tent city situation. I mean, it was a completely outdoor, you know. Oh, yeah. Not the ceremony, but I mean, the ceremony was outside, but it was like this gorgeous, looked like you were in Italy. It was Yeah, beautiful. the picture you showed me, you look like a woods temptress. Yeah, yeah. That's not even at it. That was at the end. I'll show you. I'll put some of this stuff up there. Um, It was great. Everything was wonderful. And one of the things I liked most is that they were already technically married for like a year. This was just like the party. So. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So there was like low pressure. I'm, I'm just mad I didn't get the invite just because I wanted to compete with uh, the other black guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I probably would have lost. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> Depends yes. what you were competing for. <laughs> I know. Probably not attention. Uh, um, okay. So. I am going to segue now really quickly into this. This is totally nothing to do with anything that I talked about, but I am doing the, oh, are we running yeah, out of time? We're, we're right, right running out of time. So we got right, well, we we to shoot another list. pod this week. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I have, I have a message from Eliza. She recorded a special voice memo following up on a question we had asked. So we'll get to that next right. time um and chris pointed at his watch like just the way like you would have a supervisor I don't know, I in the 90s you put the That'd computer over like, there i can't see the time that, that, I, I used to uh i got fired from this gym job uh that was in my apartment complex it's the best gig ever and i'll never forget the guy's name was biati florentine oh he was like this flamboyant big personality you always have a fanny pack and uh if I would walk in late, which is embarrassing because I do live in the building, he would just be like, Al, I can't, and just point to his watch <laughs> and eventually I was fired. I'd like to be Cookie Florentine. Yeah, well, you're Cookie. Can I get a full first and last name redo? Oh, Cookie Florentine. Yeah. yeah. Cookie Florentine. All right, well. This that that's gonna do it for us. Well, no, we got some we got some career advice. We got oh oh yeah. we still have time for any what? Yeah, Jesus. Okay, Christ, you know what? Karim. Don't point at your watch. Well, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I'd okay. love to see you at a air traffic control job. You're like, I don't know what time. Fuck, I, what? Yeah, no, we got we got, <laughs> we got people to talk okay. to. Okay, and people need your guidance. Hit like me. our man, I think we've talked to this uh this guy before. Uh, uh, my man Adam, and he says, "Hey, loves, I'm glad we're on that level. Mm. I like that, and it's a great." question because it's a real life question he says do you have any advice or experience leaving a job very early on yes for a better one i'm three weeks into my new job that i'm not too crazy about another job has presented itself to me that pays better mm -hmm. and is less of a commute go. go i'd be foolish not taking it assuming i get this new job which it seems likely how can i leave my other new job without causing any damage. I'm really nervous to tell them, have you ever left a job after a few weeks? Any advice would be appreciated. You can't, you're going to burn that bridge. It is what it is. Yeah. People, you know, I actually just listened today. If you don't listen to the Huberman lab, not like he needs more listeners, but he had um, the number one, like FBI hostage negotiator on today. And I love like mental warfare stuff. And he was talking about like how to give bad news and that like the whole like compliment sandwich is bullshit. Like just go, go. It's easier if you're going to chop someone's head off, just chop their head off. 
So I would just be really honest. Like I, I was, I got a better offer. I, I didn't plan to do this, but this can be. All right. Well, well, we're going to walk Adam through really quickly. Well, so yes, I um, want to have this meeting. Corinne, uh, what do you, what, what's up? Uh, by the way, three weeks in, you're doing great. Uh, it was between you and another girl and I'm glad we went your direction. What's up? I hope the other girl is still available. Why's that? <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Um, I while I really appreciated this opportunity, something else has landed in my lap. Obviously, you know, when I was interviewing here, I was interviewing in a few places. I took this job not realizing this was gonna come through. Um, this is going to be a shorter commute, it's more money. Obviously, this is completely business and not personal decision. I think everyone here is wonderful. I um, you know, only want the best for this company, would happily give you a reference or help the next person, you know, be onboarded. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and take the this opportunity. So Okay, well, we're gonna go ahead and trash your reputation <laughs> in this industry. So they're not luck. gonna. They're no, not they're gonna. not. They, they, they really. They, it's it. business, and man. people will get it too because for as much as they have to act indignant, and they might be because they're thinking about things on their end. People get it. You yeah, know? I mean, uh, I will tell you this is one of my favorite stories. I didn't have a job, right? I came, I went to New York, and I had thought I was going to be like the next female Howard Stern. I was trying to do stand up. I was doing random pilots and stuff. Um, and I just like felt like, okay, my father, my one year, my dad gave me one year in New York or LA to try my, my dream. And you know, here's, here's a spoiler. It takes longer than a year. Yeah. And I ran out of money within the year. Right. And that was what, what my dad was paying for. So I needed to get a real job. And so I saw that there was like, I, I really didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. I had no idea. And there was an opening in, um, American, I want to say American express, but it was for like the insurance side of things. Mm. I didn't understand. I just, it just said they needed sales and recent college graduates. And I was like, whatever, let me try this. So I go in, um, they hire me and the first day they were like, okay, so first we want to talk to you about, does you, do your parents have good life insurance policies? And I'm like, I have no idea. I hope so. And they're like, okay, well, you know, we think that the, you know, the best way to start selling the life insurance policies is to start with people, you know, that you're comfortable with, you can talk through. What? They were like, if you could make a list of all of your relatives M -L -M. that you, well, it's not, I mean, it was literally under American Express. I believe it was American Express and it was like life insurance policies. And it was a real like large building in like Wall Street that I, I reported I was to. say, where was this? It was yeah, like American Express, but there was a Z at the end. No, no, no. Okay. It was like an, uh, all the way down to Wall Street. And anyway, so they, they have me go to lunch with like the person that's training me and we go to lunch and then we're leaving lunch and I said, okay, um, it was really nice meeting you. And she's like, oh, uh, the day isn't over. I was like, not for you. It's not. I cannot do this job. This is insane. And I just left. You never went back to the I never office? went back. I never said or did any. At this point, I had no reputation and there was no internet. So I was like, I don't know. Fuck these people. I'm not doing this. And I just you know, left at lunch. We need to film you. You should go back at one yeah. o'clock on the exact day you left and be like, yeah, what's up? Where's my yeah. manager? Here's my list of my parents. Yeah. They're doing great. I mean, back then, it was like, who fucking cares? And there was nothing they could do. We'll get into my temp job stories, but I that that's but, its own. Oh show. my god, definitely. You will regret forever if you so don't take jobs. the better job. Yes, D dude. What do I always say? We are not fucking friends. Okay, no. this is business. Adam, yes. handle your business. Go get your money. Tell them thank you, and uh, and never proceed to never think about them again. Yeah, but I had. Uh, oh, do we have time for one more? Sorry. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, we're trying to keep this under an hour. Yeah, so we'll, we'll save it for the next yeah. pod. But I, yeah, I have another, I quit after uh, three and a half months, which is maybe a little closer to your three week mark well, than the half a day. The important thing is you stepping on the story before we do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and with that said, guys.
I don't want to say bye, but we got to get out of here. I've been Al Jackson. Uh, you can catch me at Al Jackson IG on Instagram. Uh, where can they find you? Cookie Florentine at cookieflorentine.com. Dang, right? Will somebody get that handle, please? <laughs> just in case. I kind of love Cookie Florentine. Yeah, my, I mean, my lots of my my friends, they made a nickname up for me years ago. It was Coco Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Cookie Florentine works too. Um, all right. Bring us home. Hey. Guys, remember that this is not a podcast about life. It's a podcast about sliding into DMs and getting married. That's right. Congrats, Sammy. Shout out to you.